What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freider, the club CEO here, and we're here with another episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by The Club, the number one live streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother, DJ Juice Man. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Good morning. Good morning, people out there. My name is Jerry, a.k.a. DJ Juice Man, originally from Jersey City, born and raised. Um, now I'm out in Plainfield, New Jersey. Awesome, brother. Super excited to have you here on the My DJ Story podcast. So like I said, this is the My DJ Story podcast. So we want to hear your story as a DJ in the game. So walk us through, you know, what sparked your interest to become a DJ and give us some insight on how you got started. Well, I actually was interested since a young kid. Um, my father was a DJ back in the day. Um, showed me how with the techniques and everything. Um, and it's always been an interest of mine, even throughout high school. Um, got me and my guy. Mr. Ed OG, um, another DJ by the name of Jewtown. We used to like play and do the mixtapes and all that in high school. Um, but I never took it serious until maybe, I want to say around the time my mom passed, 2016. Um, and she was always like a big music head, especially house music. Um, that was her thing. She got down to it. And, you know, I just when I just took a real interest in it, I want to say maybe about 2017 is when I was hired for my first paid gig. Um, I did this restaurant, um, a graduation party. And from there, it's just been going great. Um, and I actually started in the lane of I have my company now, Lighted Up Juice Entertainment, which has been a huge hit um, because, I, you know, I found my lane. Every DJ has their lane. My lane has definitely been the uplighting. Um, the facade slideshows, the uh, the whole effects, the sparks, the dance on the cloud. So, you know, which was a little bit different uh, from where I come from because in Jersey City, you know, there's many DJs that's very, very good, um, you know, but they're, you know, strict to that, to that neighborhood. So I wanted to, you know, step outside the lane and do something a little bit different, you know. I like it, man. That's really dope that, you know, you found your niche, you found the way that you differentiate yourself as a DJ. And that's super important when you see DJing, not just as a hobby, but as a business and something that you really want to use to generate income and support yourself and your family and your career. You know, right. I love that. Tell me a little bit about some of the things that you were able to learn throughout that journey that kind of shows how you were able to find that lane and then also how other DJs can find their lane as well. What made you realize where you can find that differentiated factor to make you different from other DJs? Well, definitely the interest was there because, you know, around Jersey City, you have a ton of lobbies, bar, I mean, uh, lounges and bars. So you usually can find the local DJs they're playing. And like I said, they are very, very talented. Um, you have anywhere from uh, Wally Cat, Midnight, Rod Out. Um, it's so many. Bam, Dice, K. There's so many good DJs that come from Jersey City. So I said, you know, one day I was just watching YouTube. And the guy by the name DJ Barr, just watching his YouTube, and it just inspired me. I said, you know what? I can do this. And I self-taught myself how to uplight, how to DMX uplighting, how with the towers and everything. Pretty much I self-taught, just, just trying to figure it out. And, you know, that lane, once I did it, I did it for a Kinsonetta. Um, It was a big hit. I had the slideshow on display on top, on the facade, which, you know, the family hadn't seen before. And from there, it pretty much blew up. Um, and then I just, you know, kept getting bookings and bookings till now, to this point where I'm pretty much booked up for the summer with events um, each weekend. 
Wow, man. That's super impressive, man. And it's been a tough year with the pandemic and events and all DJs have been going through a hard time, but it seems like you figured it out and you were able to persevere and really be prepared as we're opening back up here in Jersey. So congrats to you. And I'm super proud of everything you're doing, man, because it's not easy, but you make it look easy just how you talk, telling your story and really talking about how you're able to find success even in a hard time, man. So give me some insight. You know, what are some things that DJs could be doing right now to make sure that they're able to persevere through this hard time you know what are some things that they can do to make sure they're finding these gigs and these bookings and some things that have you done to aid in your success i would say step outside the box and networking networking is huge because you know one thing i, I put my pride up is especially in djing it's, it's it's a lot about pride i gotta rock the crowd every time i, I gotta do this i put my pride up to say hey you know what? I don't even have to DJ event. I can come up like it. I can have my guy over here DJ and do that. And I'm still going to get out there because they, you know, the big thing like, oh, wow, who did that? Or, you know, I love this monogram, this digital monogram you have on the wall. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Who did that? And then the DJ points them to my direction. So I'm still going to get the business. So I can come as a DJ or I can just come with the special effects either way. So networking is was definitely key. Um, and also the social media was huge during the pandemic because I did a lot of live streaming on um, Instagram. Face Facebook was huge. I would play um, every Saturday. I would come on Facebook. I called it the house session while you cleaning up the house pretty much. And I'll go live for about I would try to do an hour. Next thing it became four hours. Um, just rocking out, playing, you know, those Saturday jams. And from there, you know, it just blew up and continued to grow. Definitely. That's awesome, man. I'm super excited to see how you're able to leverage the new industry that we're in and the new times that we're in and leveraging different things to help you build your brand and career as a DJ. We're going to jump into a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about your techniques with the special effects and the uplighting and some of the things you've been doing to build your brand. Okay. All right. And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. We're here with my brother, DJ Juice Man from New Jersey, my state. And we're super excited to be having you here telling your story about how you make it in the DJ industry. So when we left, we were just talking about how you're using your special effects as your niche, as something that you bring to the table that's different from other DJs. Talk to me a little bit about what uplighting is and what kind of special effects you've been using so DJs can understand this opportunity and what this really is. Right. So uplighting is just... It's, it gives the bang to your DJ set. I mean, because you can play good music all night, but the one thing if um, as, a, as a customer I'm looking at is how well prepared my DJ comes. You know, I just don't want him to come and have a table, you know, and I want it to stick out. I want it, you know, I want it to match everything that's going on. So, and that's the way I felt. Like, you know, if you're spending all this money at a, a big wedding or a Sweet 16, whatever the case, I'm going to make sure you get your money's worth, you know? So one of the things I, I, I did was the uplighting. I would pretty much go anywhere from 10 to 12, depending on the size of the room. Um, lights around the room, they'll all match, you know, whatever decor you had. Um, they were all on, they were wireless, um, all on one signal um, at the change. I have more program on my iPad at the change of a button. You know, I can change all the lights. Um, as well as my DJ facade, I would have... I give customers the option of their slideshow, which a lot of them like. They like to see their pictures. They like, um, especially a birthday or a wedding, they like to see those memories. Um, and I will have their slideshows literally in front of the DJ booth, you know, going off, showing on the facade, uh, uplit as well. 
uh, the towers on the sides with the up lights in them and the, the spotlights. Um, so whatever effect the customer looking for, if they want the sparkle effects, they want the dancing on the cloud effects for the first dance, whatever it is that they wanted, you know, I was going to make sure that they, I provide it and, and make the night memorable, you know, because at the end of the day, if you book me, um, obviously you want to remember exactly everything. You want the night to be a night to, be, to remember. So I'm going to make sure you get that. Nice, man. I love it because it's not just about the music. It's the whole package and the whole experience. And it seems like you know how to bring that great experience that's going to be memorable and people are going to really appreciate everything that you've done to make that special moment. So as a DJ, you got to figure out what can you do to add to the experience. It's not just the music. It's a whole package around that experience that you're bringing with the nightlife and the entertainment and the events that you're doing, man. So thank you for, for sharing that and, and showing DJs that you got to you know really learn new skills and learn more ways to add value to your customers because DJs like yourself are bringing it, man. And if you're not bringing these extra skills and techniques and things that makes the experience better, you might not be as competitive to these other DJs out here. So that's really good because it's super important that you realize what you can do to up your game and bring more value to the customer. You know, one thing we like to talk about here on the My DJ Story podcast is branding. You know, where did you come up with the name DJ Juice Man and how how'd you get the name and what does this branding mean to you? Well, I actually was called the Juice when I was younger. Uh, my uncle gave me the name Juice um, because I was really good in sports coming up. I was already a basketball player, um, played point guard um, throughout high school, college, grammar school, and he gave me the name Juice. Soon as I got older, um, and then I got into the weights, I got bigger, you know, it'd be like, yo, you on that juice or whatever. So it, it kind of just stuck with what he called me, plus the juice man. Everybody just started calling me the juice man. And it kind of stuck. And um, with the the lights option as well, you know, it became, hey, light it up, juice. And that slogan just stuck. And I was like, you know what, I'm just branded. So now it's light it up, juice. I love it, man. That's really great. And finding a name that's suiting to you and your brand that people can remember and kind of highlight your specialty is super important because you want to be top of mind when people have that problem and you are the solution for it. When someone wants a special event with great lighting, they can think of the juice, man, light it up. And that's super amazing that you're able to just kind of position yourself so people can remember you when they have this issue or, or the problem where they want special lighting and they want a memorable event. Thing I think of the juice man. So I'm super excited. You know, we're in Jersey. So definitely when I need an event or need somebody to do the lighting, I'm going to hit you up. So I'm super excited about that, man. You know, DJing is a special career path, um, but it comes with it up and down. So talk to me a little bit about some of the down portions of your journey and how you were able to get out of it. A lot of people start DJing, but not a lot of people are able to continue it. So talk to me about any like rough patches you had in your journey as a DJ and some of the things that you did to bring yourself out of it. Right. So I would say the biggest thing is definitely competition because I repeat, man, Jersey City is loaded with the like if there's a flyer that's up, whether it's a party in Newark, Elizabeth, or anywhere, nine times out of 10, it's a Jersey City DJ that's on that flyer. So there's so many very, very good DJs, um, you know, and and it's, it's hard, like, especially if you go out and you're trying to do one of these lounges or, or bars, if you don't have that following, it might be, there's been nights where it's been dead. There's been nights when it's been packed. You know, that's the up and downs about doing bars and lounges. There's no guarantee with that, you know. So my niche was, hey, 
I love the mobile mobile events. I love it. You know, I put my all into it. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit different than going to a lounge or a bar because some nights it's like ah, I'm here. You know, some people you don't know. I mean, you don't have that same energy versus I. Right, you got a mobile gig. You know, I came I came to give you a great night. You know, you invested in me, so I'm gonna make sure you have the night of your life. And and a lot of times those nights are special because they're usually birthdays anniversary wedding there's a there's a special moment behind it you know so i gave it i give it my all especially with that but the hard part is definitely the competition part because it's ups and downs um in this in this field you know you got to be made to last because if you have a bad night you know you got to pull you got to be able to pull in and, and and suck it up you know and i'll keep it real like even last night i, I did one of these lounges in uh bayonne fairly new spot black owned spot Real, real nice owners, very good place. But it's Memorial Weekend. It was pouring rain last night. You know, I kind of figured, hey, you know, people come out or they might not come out. And last night was one of those nights where it was, it was kind of a dead crowd. We still have fun, the people that did come out. But, you know, that's the ups and downs you get of doing bars, lounges versus, you know, a straight mobile gig. Yeah, no, that's super important. You know, you can't just be in it for this hype moments. You got to be in it for all the moments. And even right. if you're playing for a smaller crowd, you still got to bring that energy, that heat, because you never know who's in the crowd. You never know what is going to lead to your next opportunity. So don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed when the crowd isn't as big as you want it to be. Really be in it for the craft and the love of DJing and by satisfying, even if it's one customer, if it's one person in the crowd, even if it's nobody in the crowd, you're playing for the bartenders, like right. you need to bring it because you just never know what's going to lead to your next opportunity. You know, a lot of DJs on, come on the show and they talk about, you know, you, you're only as good as your last set. And right. if you are not bringing your best at every set, it might be your last. And you don't want that to happen because momentum is key. When people see that you're doing a great job, you bring that energy, you bring a great environment to the to the set and the performance, they want to bring you back. But when you don't have that energy, when you don't have that performance that is going to impress people, it's harder to get that repeat gigs. And you want to make sure you stay relevant and active at all times because that's how you build your business. That's how you stay active in the game and you have your livelihood of the um, money that you're getting from these from these gigs. Um, so I'm glad that you brought that up because there's ups and downs, but you got to weather the storm and be in it for the good, the bad, and the indifferent. So thank you, man. You know, like you said, you, you DJ even last night. So talk to me a little bit about some of the things that you're focused on now so that way our audience could help and support you. Right. So my biggest thing here, I'm, I'm, I, I, I enjoy doing the bars, the lounges. It's cool. But I, my love and passion is mobile events. Definitely, definitely mobile events. Um, because that's when I can give my all. I can get creative. Um, I can give the customer exactly what they want. Um, and it's been going very well as far as mobile gigs. Because I mean, I, I kid you not. I literally went through the calendar this morning and my summer is done for as the weekend. I have no more um, availability. And next thing I, I want to say is like September. And then I got a couple weddings, even September. So between weddings, uh, birthday parties, and graduation parties, it's going to be a good summer. You know, so. Yeah, man. And talk to me a little bit about how you stay organized, you know, since you have this high demand and people trying to book you and stuff like that. You know, some DJs have a struggle when it comes to being organized and kind of managing the business side of their talent. Um, so talk to me a little bit about how you go about the business side of your DJing and how you stay organized and kind of get these gigs and make sure that you're on time and ready to, to do them properly. 
Well, for one, I always prepare at night, um, whether it's um, charging batteries, charging donors, whatever it is, I prepare at night. And then uh, I would say one name, Taisha, man, she stays on me, make sure I'm prepared um, 24-7. And that's like my hype lady as well. A lot of events, they want her there because she's that person that keeps everyone hyped. But that and then the calendar, you know, like the calendar has been my best friend. Make sure I set reminders. Um, I always arrive to events. I like to arrive at least an hour to two hours early um, to, you know, I never want to be late for an event because it'll drive me crazy. Um, but those three things between the phone, Taisha, and, and everybody knows Ty, and that's, that's my lady, man, for life. And, um, you know, just being prepared, those three things keeps me on top of my game. That's great, man. And shout out to Taisha. I'm glad that you have someone that's supporting you and helping you out in this journey because it's hard to do it all alone. Talk to me a little bit more about the dynamic um, that you guys play in regards to your DJ career. Does she Is she a partner or like a, a manager? Like, how do you see her? And what's that important role that people need to have um, aside from just being the DJ, but other people to support them in that journey to make sure that they're being professional and able to do these gigs? Well, I mean, the biggest thing with, as far as support, uh, you have to have a, a great team. Um, besides Ta, uh, I mean, that that's my wife as well. You know, besides her, um, my, my, my main guy, um, I have a, a crew. So I have one guy, Sucker Free DJs. Um, shout out to Chauncey B. He's, he's a mentor. He's been doing it in the game for a long time. You know, and he 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 talks to me a lot about different things um, and even gigs we've done together or future gigs that we might have coming up. Like, you know, he he shows me the way. And then my other guy, Titus, um, Mr. February 14th, he does a lot of stuff as far as the flyers um, promo, um, helping me out, set up, break down at gigs as well. So as long as you have a team, you know, that's with you. You, you'll be all right, but you got to have a team that that's all in for you and, you know, not just there for the ride along, you know, they're there to work as well. Definitely, man. Super important because the team that you have around you is really going to dictate your success or your failure. So definitely making sure that the right people are on your team and everyone right. is aligned with the same vision and goals and everyone is on the same team where they all want to see that common goal of being successful in the industry. So I'm glad that you found your team. And that's super amazing that you have a wife that's super supportive and uh, team members that are all on board with your success and whole success of your business. Man, I would love to hear, you know, what is your plan for the future? You know, what do you want to do long-term with your DJ career and how do you plan to get there? Uh, well, far as long-term, I definitely, my, my ultimate goal is, is, is owning our own venue, you know? So when we have our own venue and it's coming, it's definitely coming. Um, that, that's, you know, with everything included with the photo booths in there and the up lighting and everything. So that's the plan. That's the ultimate goal just to run my own business and have my own venue. Um, you know, until then, I'm just keep grinding, grinding it out, stack up, get these events out the way, keep giving my all, man, until I get to, get to my ultimate goal as far as in the DJ world. Awesome, brother. This is great. And I'm super excited for you and your ambitions to have your own venue and your own building that you're going to be able to do your business out of. So wishing you the best of luck. And I'm here to support you in whatever ways I can, man. Before we jump into our lightning round, do you have any parting pieces of, of advice for DJs out there that's looking to get into the game and kind of build their business? 
Well, one, you have to have, uh, you have to be tough, man. You have to be tough as, as nails because like I tell you, it's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. There's going to be supporters. There's going to be haters, but you got to be able to block all of that, man. And have your goal and vision, you know, lined up as you know what you want to do because it's not easy. It's not easy. You have to, and then you have different type of crowds. You have different, you know, some crowds want to hear hip hop. Some crowds want to hear this one. You got to be able to be versatile as well. You got to be able to, those requests, those people come, I want to hear this. I want to hear that. You got to be able to know when to play. You got to be able to know, all right, chill. You know, I got you. So, I, it, you just got to be tough, man. It's, this field is definitely tough. But as long as you know the end goal and, and stick to what you know, you'll be fine. You know? Great advice, like, man. Definitely. Great advice. Love it, man. At this time, we're going to jump into the lightning round. You ready? Ready. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Hardware. I use, well, definitely use Serato. Um, I've been rocking off the Denim Prime 4s. I love it right now. Um, quick setup. Um, and ADJ, pretty much everything else as far as lighting and everything. Who's your favorite DJ? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I would go locally. I, I still love my man, DJ K, man. He, if you don't get a chance, check him out. DJ Co K Coalition, man. He's, his energy is amazing. 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 What has been your favorite party or event you DJed at and why? <sighs> Uh, I want to say a wedding I did maybe last year. It was the first time I did a multicultural wedding. It was an African and American wedding. And the vibe of the African wedding was just, I've never seen it before. Like it kind of blew me away um, with the throwing of the money and everything. Like it, in the crowd, it was, I want to say it made about two years ago. It, it, it had to be all about 400 people in this wedding. It was like amazing. Name a nightclub or venue that you highly recommend people checking out in your city or just anywhere if you want. Uh, well, of course, I would say if, if Bayonne, definitely stop by Mr. C's. Great people, great place, good food. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? More supporters. Definitely more supporters, man. People don't realize the work and effort that we put in and the grind, even when we're not on live, the preparing, the searching, the fixing, the money, <laughs> you know, definitely. And shout out to DJs that you know personally, whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast. Right. Um, I want to see. Uh, I see Mecca. Mecca. Yeah, he. I check him out. He's inspiring. Like every morning, man, he's out doing his live, man. I can be at work and I just tune in, but why wow, he got that morning mix going on, but you know, shout out to him and have him keep it going as well. Awesome, brother. Hey, we're super excited to hear his story one day and any DJ that wants to sign up for the podcast can do so at djsignup.com. And brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? Okay, online, uh, you can find me on IG uh, at DJ underscore juice underscore man. That's pretty simple. DJ underscore juice underscore man on IG. Uh, Facebook, same thing at DJ juice man. Um, you know, and then in person, I'm usually at Mr. C's, Bayonne, 
um, 17 East 21st Street. I'm there on Friday nights um, for the time being until these mobile gigs kick back up crazy, which they bow to be. Uh, but um, I'll be there the next couple Friday nights, definitely. Awesome, brother. Hey, this was a really great interview. I'm glad to hear your story on the My TJ Story podcast. I learned a lot, and I'm sure our audience have as well. You specifically spoke a lot about uplighting and using special effects as your niche and your differentiator for these mobile events. So thank you for sharing your story. And I know that everyone is super excited to book you in the Jersey area if they need uplighting and an amazing DJ like yourself. So thank you for sharing your story, brother. Everyone, please check out DJ Juice Man. He's really doing it great and holding down Jersey City and North Jersey. So we appreciate you for spending time with us today and we look forward to helping and supporting you with the club. Right. Appreciate you, brother. Keep doing your thing out there, man.